0: everyone thanks for tuning in to you had me at black this week jazz from Oakland tells us about the time when at 10 years old she and her cousins accidentally sent an apartment complex on fire stay tuned to hear more it's literally lit I want you to breathe all the you <laughs> You have me at Black, the podcast where black millennials tell true life stories. So when I was 10 years old, I was thoroughly obsessed with anything that had to do with witchcraft, airbending, like controlling the elements and fire. And because of this fascination with spells and mastering the elements and storm and anything superhero, I played with fire a lot. I was a complete pyro. I can't tell you how many things I sat on fire in my room without my mother knowing. And so one day, I went to my cousin's house. Uh, I lived in Fairfield, which was about 30 minutes outside of Oakland, so a little small suburb. Anytime my mother had to work on the weekends, I always had to go to my Auntie B's house. Shag carpets, an orange velour couch, and nothing to play with. Bored out of your (laughs) mind. She had basic channels. No cable. And so one day my cousins came over, two of my cousins, Renisha and Riajane. And my cousins were super spoiled. I mean, they could do anything and they would never get in trouble. And so one day we were hanging out in the living room and my cousin was like, let's go outside. So we go outside and these teenagers are smoking in front of my cousin's apartment. And so uh, they leave a book of matches sitting there and they get up and they walk off. And my cousin, she grabs the matches and she's like, we should create a potion and like make a little campfire and tell stories like the craft. There's a scene in the craft where all the girls are sitting around the fire on the beach and they say this little chant, light as a feather, stiff as a board, light as a feather, stiff as a board, and they activate all their magic power. So we are determined to reenact in East Oakland on a summer day at one o'clock in a dry grass field, <laughs> <laughs> this episode of the craft. So we get the matches, and then we pile up all these leaves, and we strike the matches, and none of us know how to strike matches. Even though I was a pyro, I would usually just take paper and burn it on a candlestick or something like that. Or my dad will often have lighters to burn his incense in the bathroom, so like there's a whole incense kit in the bathroom. So, playing with the matches, and we're trying to strike the matches. My cousin Renisha, every time she strikes a match, the wind blows it out. So then Riyashine tries, and she keeps burning out the matches. She's burning her finger, burning her thumb. So, I was like, let me do it. And there's one match left. One match left. And I flick the match, and the, the fire starts. So, we're sitting out there, and we're trying to do the light as a feather, stiff as a board. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. And nothing happens. And an uh, Asian lady next door... starts yelling, you kids, you kids, you get from over there, you get from over there, you kids. So we're scared because we're not, one, we're not supposed to be outside. And two, we're playing with fire. Um, (laughs) So we go in the house, sitting there watching TV like nothing ever happened. And we smell like a lot of smoke. It almost smells like someone is barbecuing. So we go outside and we open the door. There's a cloud of smoke coming towards the apartment. So we go back in the apartment and we sit there and we're waiting and watching tv and next thing we know we hear a knock on the door and so my aunt is in the back sleep someone's banging on the door and it's bang 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 open the door it's the fire department open the door my aunt doesn't hear the knocking so we just sit there and we don't open the door we don't say anything so by this time we're super nervous We think that we're going to get in trouble, and my cousin is, like, starting to cry. And so we're talking to each other. I'm like, no matter what, if somebody finds out, we're going to deny it. So we've already made a pact to deny it. Five minutes later, we hear another knock on the door. Bang, 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 bang. Open the door. It's the Oakland Police Department. Open the door. So now we're hella scared. My cousins, they run to the back of the apartment to my older cousin's room, and they go in there. I'm running after them, and they close the door, and they lock me out. (laughs) So, I'm banging on the door, asking them to open the door. They don't open the door, and I'm sitting there, and I'm in the hallway freaking out. I'm super scared. So, my aunt comes out. She answers the door, and the police, they're like, there's a fire. The apartment complex next to you is on fire. We need everybody to evacuate the building. So, we all come out. We evacuate the building. We go to the front of the fire department. They're trying to put the fire out, and we're sitting there, and we're hiding behind my aunt miss lee the the asian woman she comes outside like she's pointing at us she's trying to tell everybody it's the kids over there but nobody can understand what she's saying so we kind of like creep more behind my aunt so they can't see who she's talking about so everything's clear go inside we sit there and we're like we feel like we dodged a (laughs) bullet so my aunt goes back in the bag she goes to sleep and then my dad comes now my dad is five foot eleven nothing but muscle he's a bodybuilder he's about 200 and something pounds super lean real scary guy so my dad comes in and he wakes up my aunt he's like "B, B, Beatrice did you know uh, somebody set the apartment complex next door on fire Miss Lee said it was a bunch of kids playing outside and that they set the the building on, on fire and so him and my aunt gets talking about how they think it's the kids upstairs because the kids upstairs are always doing things and then my dad stops talking to my aunt. My aunt goes to the back, and so we think we're in the clear. And then my Uncle Charles wakes up. He's a chain smoker, and he's like, Anybody see my matches? Who took my matches? Anybody see my matches? So we're freaking out. My cousin, Ria Shanae, she's the youngest. She starts to cry. She's crying, freaking out. I'm trying to tell her, shut up. Like, Stop crying and get us <laughs> in trouble. Stop being a punk. So my dad comes in the living room, and he's like, Did you guys see your uncle charles's matches like no we didn't see the matches i'm the first one to speak no we didn't see any matches my dad looks at us he goes to the back he comes out he goes outside i don't know what he's doing he comes back and he has miss lee at the door we can't really make out what he's saying but miss lee is like nodding her head up and down and pointing at us so my dad comes back in goes to talk to my aunt and my aunt t calls my cousins renisha and Riachine. Renisha Ryachine, get your ass back here, get in the back. So they go to the back and my dad's talking to me and he's like, Did you see the matches? Did you touch your your Uncle Charles matches? And I'm straight face, No, I didn't touch the matches. So my cousins come back and they're crying and I don't know what exactly happened to them. Then my dad asks us all again, like who touched the matches? Did anybody see the matches? Of course I deny it. No, I didn't touch the matches. My cousins, they're like all shaking and scared. They just nod their head, no. And they're crying. And he's like, well, if you didn't touch the matches, why are you crying? And I said, I don't know, Dad, but we didn't touch the matches. Dad goes to the back, and then he comes back. When he came out, he had the belt behind him. He went to the back to get the belt. And he says, let me see your hands. So Ria Shanae, the youngest, she goes first. She put her hands out. He smells her hand. I still don't know what he's doing. He goes to Renisha, She puts her hands out and he smells her hand and he comes to me and he spells my hand and then immediately he whips the belt from behind his back, picks me up off the floor. He has me hanging in the air. He grabbed me by my ankles <laughs> and he's whooping my ass. I'm crying. Don't you ever lie? Touching matches. I don't know what he said. It all sounds like a rant of curse words and he puts us down and he asks me again. So did you touch the matches? Of course, by this time I'm crying. I'm like, yes, I touched the matches. <laughs> We were playing with the matches and we set the apartment building on fire. So my dad, he lectures us about how somebody could have died, could have burnt down all the complexes. And then he goes to the back and my cousins, they're laughing. They're like snickering and laughing the whole time. I'm mad at them because we made a pact that if they had any inkling it was us, then everybody would deny it. And my cousins, when I asked them, like, you know, why, why did you tell on me? They were like, well, we knew nothing was going to happen to us and you would get in trouble like you would get a whooping they just told on me and my dad whooped my butt to this day I don't play with matches (laughs) I don't play with matches and for a long time I was super upset with my cousins like I didn't talk to them I never wanted to go to my aunt's house again like they were two cousins that I hated because they told on me when I set the apartment building on fire (laughs) Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, visit you me at slash review to leave a review and subscribe.